Welcome everybody to another episode of this podcast called We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker podcast that we do. Um, this is uh, take two here. I did a whole nice, perfectly clean, smooth intro a few minutes ago and the internet died on me right after tech diffs right out of the fucking... Uh, right out of the gate is what I'm looking for there. Um, it's been a while, guys. I've, we've, I've missed you. We've missed the show, but we're still here. We're still going to be cranking these apps out here and there. So let's get to our little check-in here. Joseph, how you doing out there in Buff? Are you frozen? Can you see me? I can't tell. You're just very straight-faced right now, so I'm not sure if the internet's <laughs> broken again or if it's if it's working. I'm here. I'm not frozen. It's working. We'll see what happens with you. I'm frozen outside here, but I'm not frozen inside. Yeah, it's windy and chilly out here in the holiday season. Um, Tooch, what Hi. up? How you doing, pal? Hi, you too. Great. It's good to see you guys again and talk to you guys. Yeah, I think we have a lot to get through. I think we're just going to completely skip some elements of Office Hours Live, including one whole episode I think we're not even going to talk about, which was the episode Uh-oh. previous to the totally uh, secular, non-denominational holiday special live. Do we have anything to say about the episode before that? Do we remember anything? Who was on that episode? What happened? <laughs> Do we have anything to say? Tucci, you've been out for a while. I think you missed a lot of big things like the whole marathon episode and I know. and the uh, now infamous tim thanksgiving uh episode the joe rogan uh thing anything you want to toss in about those couple of things yourself i mean i know i I don't want to say too much about it just because it's it was many many weeks ago but um man really really enjoyed the uh the 12 hour uh parody (laughs) episode um that was that was uh incredible um, I thought, uh, it, which is now easily the most popular episode of Office Hours Live and by, by multiple, I mean, multiples, it's just, it's crazy. Um, well, it was yeah, a new, you know, it was a gag. It was a news item. Um, I actually was just listening to a podcast, a very straightforward film podcast that I listen to every week called the film cast. It used to be called slash film cast. Anyway. These guys are just movie guys, but they always have like a what we've been watching this week where they'll talk about things. And I was just listening to it today and the guy wanted to point out and said, I just watched this thing by Tim Heidecker. And it's the first time in the history of this podcast I've been listening to for like 10 years. He's even mentioned that they, they, they even know about Tim Heidecker. But it was that thing that made them talk about it. And he wanted to just mention how amazing that one particular thing was. So it's having an impact. Me and Joe kind of, allu- I kind of, assumed that might happen me and joe i think recorded the next day and we're like holy shit did you that's gonna make waves it did yeah i mean we we us three we talked about it in our our little whatsapp chat Mm. and um i got to experience that in like in the best way possible i saw that the the channel went live was on thanksgiving day and um you know I, i was i was asking you guys like what what is this what's going on and then, so what I did, I figured out, you know, the kind of format of it, I would just like check back in, you know, every, you know, once an hour and just kind of like, as the day would go on, I'd pop back in for, for a few minutes and you get, you know, you'd get mm-hmm. that full experience. Like it was an actual 12 hour show. And, um, 
yeah it was it was amazing and i really enjoyed it that's one of tim's best best pieces of uh of art i would say in the in the past three to five years yeah it was it was strong um i have not caught up on on cinema yet uh i'm a real jerk for that i don't know if you guys have been doing that but i'm i'm a, I'm a few episodes behind i think maybe we should do um maybe like on the next off week if we have time to do it maybe do like a little recap of the season or something like that i think yeah. that'd be fun yeah no it's been it's been a fun season like i said before it's been spoiled for me on twitter by sarah reeds and people like that that just won't shut their damn pie holes these fucking clowns friend of the show sarah reeds spoiler shows yeah yeah because she posts photo i mean she just posts like screenshots and stuff from the episode like immediately after it happens and it's like oh okay well they're gonna really show this whole greg turkington's you know new movie idea you know whatever tv show you know whatever but that's all good um i mean we got to get to the big boy here we got to get to the live we got to get to the live show. All right. So I feel, I feel bad. like kind of, you know, skipping over it or, you know, skimming through it, but we have, we have a big one to talk about. We got a big one to so. talk about. This one is the, um, did we watch it? Everybody did everybody watch? Did you listen? How, how did you guys experience this? I, uh, I tried to watch, but I found the audio to be sort of poor. So I kept switching back and forth and I mostly listened to it and, um, when when there was a visual thing, I, I felt like I wanted to see what that looked like, but mm-hmm. mostly I had to just listen to it because the audio of the the actual video, at least the one I was seeing, was was a lower quality, and I just I couldn't I couldn't hear it that well. I was missing words, and you know I was listening or trying. It to, was you know, it was it was, there was some tech diffs for sure during the YouTube broadcast of it, and I think they cleaned it up because Twitch is where I watched the second half of the show. Um, and it sounded well, great. The, I thought it sounded. The audio yeah, was really definitely cleaned up. Yeah, uh-huh. the audio was definitely cleaned up. But I feel like there there could have even been things that were missing. That there were was some weird the echoey. And, there was some weird echoey stuff. They were figuring it out. You could tell the microphones and some of the guests, and there was delays, and uh, you know, Tim Robinson. And th- there was some weird stuff in the beginning, and then then suddenly, I mean, at least for me, the YouTube had had failed, and then I had to watch the second half on Twitch. And when I did, I was like. This is, inc- like, I was like, the drops sound better than I've ever heard them in this live setting. So I thought it was mixed really well. Um, yeah, I did want to talk about the mixing. I think it was a great job. But, uh, yeah, they fixed a couple of things, Joe. I think they posted a, um, you know, kind of like a enhanced version of it on Patreon. Um, but, yeah, I was really impressed with the production of it. Um, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's go through, let's go through here. We had, um, the show opened cold with this in the dark opera singer, John Brancy. Um, yeah. And he, uh, he started off with the, they sing the, what do they call that? The something of the bell. What is the name of that? Um, that Christmas song, the, what is that? Rumpum pum pum. Something of drummer the bell. Boy. No, is is it Little oh. Drummer Boy? No. Anyway, we had Phil Braun as our, you know, uh, I thought it was a funny way just to start. I thought Phil Braun did a pretty funny, like almost doing it good kind of but bad job, you know. Um, they did the full song, which I felt was like, all right, this is kind of going on and on. <laughs> um, 
But I thought it was a funny way to start the show. I like that Uncle Phil is just, you know, in the mix. You know, it was great to see him out there. He came back many times. He had a very big role in the whole show. Um, and this was a fun way to start. Um, and then we got the operatic version of the, uh, I like to laugh, you know, we like to laugh, we, I like having fun, which is just hilarious to think about. So good. That they, you know, did a full orchestral kind of recording of this stuff. It was like right out of the gate, you could tell, okay, they put some effort in here, um, which is nice. I, we appreciate Someone, that kind of thing. We do appreciate it. I think um, maybe... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think did a fan make um orchestral version of the theme song before? Did we get that before? You know, for all we one? know, for all we know, it's that version. It could be right. that version that the guy sang along with. It, I, likely, I would guess that maybe that it probably is. Um, either way, it was chills, well though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just hearing an opera guy say, and, "I like having fun." Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> like, it's just. It's just so silly. I mean, it's it so was, it was silly. It was great, though. I, you silly. know, because I love the I love the show, and I love that they did that. You know, and um, yeah, I just pick, thinking about it, like if it was actually performed, you know, live with a lot, like, you know, with actual like string instruments. And how yeah. how funny that would be, but how much I would really love to see that. Yeah. Um. So intro was. I good. think it is a little drummer boy, though. By the way, like I think it. I think, yeah. Isn't that? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, Little Drummer Boy sounds right. I don't know. There's something of the bells. There's like a word of the bells that I'm missing. I'm forgetting, but that's maybe a different song. Anyway, we had... Um, then they just kind of got into it. I can't really remember exactly what they did right off of the bat here. Um, what's the first thing when they came out? I think they... I mean, it was a pretty long intro. Uh, with all the singing in business, it was like a good... It felt like it was going on a bit, I will say. And they then had, they had a really long joy to, joy to the world uh, EDM. Yeah, intro, there was, was uh -huh. and Tim was was fired up wearing a nice red sweater, his grandpa's red sweater, and the boys were dressed as elves, and they did some dancing. I thought Vic was really getting into it, dancing around like a maniac, and you know, you could just tell the boys were into it, and they went full Christmas. They did not. <laughs> You know, they called this a total secular non-denominational holiday special, but they went with the gag. Oh, yeah, I forgot they started with a Trump. I think yeah. they started cold with a Trump, uh, you know, talking about that stuff. And they kind of just went with it and said, fuck it, it's Christmas. And then, um, let's see, I think the first bit was uh, was Tim Robinson, I think, right? Do yeah. I have that order right? I think Tim Robinson well, coming out was before... The city of the day, right? I don't think so. I think we. I think we. Did. I, think I think it we was. City You're of right. Day no, no. City of the day was right first. The, okay. So city, city of the, the day. day uh, I thought was very funny. This this one, it's Coles, and then they showed us some Coles stuff, and Tim was just like, ah, you know, I like going to Coles, and Vic saying he bought his first. You know, there's some just stupid Coles stuff, and then we got. Oh no, it's just coal. Ha ha ha. You know, going with like you know the Christmas dumb pun that that is uh, just worked uh, worked good um, and there was some funny bits in there I thought it you know I thought it was just stupid and clever enough for me what would you guys think of the Coles Cole bit it was a misdirect yeah I, I thought it was sort of a, a nice way to put a spin on doing the, those commercials and, and making something different that, and you know uh, 
fun misdirect, a fun pun. Uh, it was it was amusing. Um, and it led to more coal talk, you know. Yeah, a lot of coal, you know. And here's where I'm. I start started to interrupt you, Tooch. I wonder. This is going to be one of those episodes where I really wonder how much was planned and how much fell into their laps, as far as like, you know, just wow, that came together in a beautiful way that I wouldn't have expected. Because there were some parts during this show that I thought were teetering on insanity, of like, it, what is happening here? This can't possibly be planned. And then it would somehow turn its turn around and, you know, everybody would walk away safely somehow. I don't know if you guys had those intense feelings about halfway through, you know, maybe three, you know, three quarters of the way through. I was like, what is going on? But we'll get there. Um, but this was kind of the start of that kind of thing. Um, and then, yes, we had Tim Robinson come out as heckler fan guy that just wants them to do the old shit great yeah, i mean the just him from allentown the other tim from allentown uh very very funny you know uh yeah, just just worked great you know what like he just wanted to hear swear words i guess <laughs> like <laughs> he's like yeah well that's good that's good <laughs> i think tim was like you know this is bullshit or something he's like oh, that, there you go that's like more like the old shit <laughs> i love cash grab yeah, a lot of That's cash great. grab talk. <clears throat> Very simple little premise. I like the old shit. No, no, before yeah. before Tom goes to the mayor, the old shit. That's good. Um, yeah. Simple, quick, good thoughts. Tim Robinson, he's, he's the best. Yeah. I'm glad that they're he's friends. So like I, I'm so happy that they're buds and, and everything. That's just that's good. Yeah, to whenever he's part of the of the uh the podcast that's great um mm -hmm. loved him from michigan which is yeah. kind of just like tim from allentown but um but yeah it's it's so good i i love tim robinson and of course love his uh sketch comedy show it's the best one best one out oh get you um joe thoughts on tim robinson you liked it it was good he was funny um yeah I think they after this they went into a bracket talk and um, like who is the best um, yeah character and that came right after this part and yeah for whatever reason they were running like they were they were ahead of schedule or something like something was maybe supposed to go longer something got skipped in there and it started the the train of like I'm not we're sure ahead, you know? I'm not sure like that's that's one of these things I'm gonna question all night long was that a bit. When Amy Mann came out and said, I really wasn't supposed to be out here for 20 minutes. Was that a bit or was it no chance that was a bit? Like, I, I don't know because then they still did this bit where, like, John C. was, you know, using the the blender when she started playing, which was like, okay, then that's, oh, it, it's a bit. Okay, she was supposed to be early and that's why this is, these are crossing paths here. What do we think? We think bit or not bit? I think it's both i think like you said <laughs> I, I think i think it was supposed to happen that that of course that interaction between john c and amy man was supposed to happen but yeah. maybe it wasn't supposed to happen that early i think a lot of that's hard to, you know it's hard to plan uh a, you know this like the pacing of a live show like this um absolutely um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm, but i'm gonna assume that i'm gonna say that it, it was mostly planned i, I gotta give these guys the benefit of the doubt it's not the first time i've done a live show um, obviously they've done 200 plus 
podcast. Yeah, those are all, I mean, they're always a live show, so this is not yeah. much different. Um, but I don't know what the benefit of saying, you know, I wasn't supposed to come out for 20 minutes is unless the bit is to just make them look unorganized and kind of like a shit show up there so that later on when things start to fall together, it seems like they're geniuses or something. But I, I, I really wonder. Um, I, I don't know yeah. because they play it I off so well that it's interesting. I don't know why you'd want to point that out of like why uh, that we're making mistakes up here or something's not off. Like, I don't know why you want to point that out unless it's, yeah. Unless it's a bit, right? To, like you would, you do, uh, like if Amy Mann comes up and said, like says over and over, like, you know, I wasn't supposed to go on for 20 minutes. Like that's the kind of thing you just, if you're, you're, you don't say that you just, you just go up and then later on backstage with people, you'd say, Hey dude, what the fuck? I wasn't supposed to go on for 20 minutes. Yeah, but I, I don't know. And then also, but there's also just like, well, on this show, you might just say that. <laughs> it's like the tooth that it's like, there's like a two rules to like things like the, the office hours. One is like, assume everything is a bit right. First of all, if you do that, you're going to be right. Most of the time. Second, assume that there's like a kernel of truth in every every single bit as well so well, especially the things that, that tim says and tim does so like so the steve Brule, okay those, so the steve Brule is santa was another example of a oops i said i said it was steve Brule, um sure. which clearly was a bit clearly that was meant to be like oh shit you know what i mean and then so so then let's john c kind of you know pull down the thing and do his john c thing um so that ties into the everything was planned they knew all along it was supposed to seem like mistakes but really they did know what was going on also, also i got my acai which made me so happy i love that you guys know how much i love the acai i know you like the acai i will say i knew the acai was coming because in my uh little birthday video they sent me they matt sent me a chunk of their like zoom meeting and at the end of it was tim spoiling that Okay, and then Steve will come out and he'll do an ICE thing, and it, like you know, so I knew that I wow. kind of knew that was coming. Uh, look at that! Yeah, look at that. So, so that was fun. I mean, Brule, uh, I'm calling him Steve Brule, fucking John C. Um, you know, he did nice stuff here. Um, he's always funny. I'm glad he stuck around for a while, and that, you know, that again, like we just said, that tied into the Amy Mann performance. Which, you know, is totally fine. Um, I don't know if, you know, you know, I don't want to say that somebody would have... Just the energy, I guess, of that, of, of Amy Mann in the middle of this kind of show is a little strange for me, I guess I would say. I mean, who they had Wise Blood on last time, right? Right? Is anybody listening? What's going on? Last live show. Yes, yes I'm listening. Okay. Did we? St I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't tell if things are frozen and shit anymore because when nobody talks for more than a second, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so I, my I my just, point here that I'm trying. Amy man. Yeah. I, my point she here was, is like, was she was a little bit serious and like it was strange. It was a strange energy, and I think that's just the way she is. She, she's kind of cold and tries to play it off as like I'm like a little bit. Um, cold or something not well, i guess exactly i just excited, i guess i wanted but yeah well i wonder what you guys thought of that as part of this show where i thought where wise blood in the previous year's live show was like a fucking it like brought the show up it was like maybe the show i want to say was dragging or something but like i remember that moment when wise blood came i was like oh shit this is like a real different kind of style thing where i felt like this time i was like 
kind of a kind of a downer moment here a little bit on the music side yes i agree um the wise blood performance was yeah i mean that was mind-blowing um and even the John Brancy stuff I thought was really good. Like that was, you know, mm-hmm. I still think the Wise Blood stuff was the best that we've seen on the show. Um, but Amy Mann, you know, she fits into the Portlandia universe the same way she fits in here. I think she's she's obviously a, a cool person and um, a really, you know, achieved artist. And I think she fits in well. Yeah, but the music, I mean, I, I don't listen to too much Amy Mann. And I would say that, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little different than getting a live blood, uh, Wise Blood uh, performance. Um, I just thought the energy. I thought the energies. T- energy I thought the energy went. The energy kind of, kind of took the energy out of the room a little bit. And I don't think at that point there really was a ton of energy going. I, I, at this point in the show, I don't think it was. I wasn't like, man, this is fucking great. I was like, eh, this is going pretty good. Like it's a little bit of a mess. Like we said, there was some tech diffs. There was some things going on. And I and I honestly wasn't sure. Like we said about some of these mess ups, like whether it was purposely or not. And then followed by this, we had. Um, Tim's or we had the bracket thing okay now the bracket thing again was like this audience participation type thing that I didn't think was like real funny or real good until it got to Mr. Cole um so it kind of took a while and wasn't I don't know just the idea of that is not (laughs) I don't know you know what I mean it was just kind of like meh okay that that's fine not hilarious not groundbreaking or you know um or or anything and and like the crowd and the way they were kind of trying to judge these things i thought was a little i understand they want to get the crowd involved they're alive they can only do certain they can do certain things with a crowd like that so i understand why again it just wasn't nail it just wasn't nailing it for me but again i think it came around in the end just it started a little slow the bracketology what'd you guys think of the bracketology yeah, the bracket, um, you know, I think they just had to have something to go through the, sh- the show with yeah. and and to keep when when things were like... Um, yeah, let's go back to the a, bracket. At a point yep. mm-hmm. of where like we have to reset here and move things around or get things ready, you know, yep. before the next person comes out, you know. So mm-hmm. it, some of it did feel a little slapdash and um, I felt like there was some lulls there. But uh, the bracket thing, visually though, it was like this little thing on the screen, and you're just like, okay, they're like, you know, mm-hmm. making changes to it, and I mean, it, it just felt like one of those set pieces that you, they they might have in one of their shows. So yeah, not not big comedy moments, but Mr. Cool then does come, and we got Cole on the screen, and yeah, we, we got, got Mr. Cole, Cole, we got Phil coming out describing who Mr. Cole was. Like I think. It was kind of all worth it. Some of this stuff that I'm talking about where like I wasn't feeling it really as it was happening in the in the moment really paid off, I think, in the end. Like it like it, it did. It came around and came around brilliantly. Um, I will say uh, Tooch, I don't know if you need have anything you have to say about the bracket. I'd rather just I, I do. Oh, I, I, have something, I have something to say about all it. All right. Let's go, Tooch. Yeah, but it's interesting. If you look at <laughs> I'm, I'm this is a, this is a sleuth. Yeah. I got some more sleuthing. Okay. If you look at if you look at the keynote when they go full screen, yeah. Right. You can see, you know, you can see like the whole series of pages on the left on the sidebar. Uh-huh. And if you look at it, there there's like the bracket is filled out, um, 
on a few on on like like slide five or whatever. And Mr. Cole is the winner, if you look at that. So um, I don't know. This goes back to you saying how much of this is planned out that they they just you know with the whole Cole as a sponsor and then having Mr. Cole here. Like was it was it planned to have Mr. Cole? Sure, win? absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Okay, there's no chance they didn't know that Mr. Cole was going to win. They know okay. everybody loves Phil Braun. They know that he was going to come in and his do about it, his bit about Mr. Cole. It was sponsored by Cole. They're kind of forcing it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, I think they would have had to maybe lead it in that direction if the crowd didn't get behind it, but the crowd did. And they kind of, that's again, like kind of a brilliant move for them to just assume that it's going to go that way. So was um, it was it on purpose to have that si- like like the sidebar visible so you can see Mr. Cole winning it all? Oh, I don't know about that. That's some sleuthing. I don't know that that might just be sloppy. Um, that's just sloppy work, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't think they want to give it like that's like another layer too deep. I guess <laughs> is what okay. I'm saying. Um, yeah. Could be wrong. Yeah. We'll have to get a lot of answers out of Matt for this one. We're going to have to have a whole episode of, of Matt coming back on and describing this thing because we're going to keep moving through here. Um, the one thing I thought kind of was sort of a sort of a fail, not a fail, but just sort of a, a lull was the, oh, those two people that got married, you know, that I married during the special are here. Let's bring them up. <clears throat> um, that seemed like kind of dull and didn't, you know, was just like kind of a, it was probably like they probably have an outline of things they can do during the show. And it's like, oh, yeah, if we're kind of, you know, short on time, like we could say that. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know if Tim's just trying to get to that million views, which he has hit now on his special. But um, any reason to bring that special back up, um, which I've seen now, uh, he's posted some things about how it's on people's like top things of the year and things like that. That comedy special is still making waves, which I'm happy for him. <clears throat> but I will get to um, the first kind of turn, I'll say, um, which is the call from this bearded fellow, okay, um, who okay, is is with his boy. Steven. And suddenly, is it revealed? It's like, wait, is that Cave Boy? And they're both making faces. And again here, is this planned? Do they know all along that this is Cave Boy? Is this a freakish thing? Like, I don't know, but I'm like, oh my God, it's Cave Boy. And Doug's kind of like, whoa, it's Cave Boy. But it'd be very <laughs> easy for that guy to just call up and say, hey, it's my son who did Cave Boy the one time. You know, like, or if Matt somehow knew in the, you know, behind the scenes of who Cave Boy was and, said hey you want to come on for the christmas special it'd be great to have you on but that was my first this is the beginning of a bunch of moments where i was like whoa kind of jaw dropped you got me that time boys cave boy just slipped right in weird boy wrapped up (laughs) um you know this is when it started to turn i felt was cave boy's appearance boys joe yeah yeah i don't when Doug when Doug asked if it was Cave Boy and everyone was like oh yeah, that's I was not I was not hearing that so I'm gonna it, guess that this was it's, scheduled. I guess it started weird though like 
Tim called attention. He's like, people just got up and left when they saw you on the screen to like the guy. He was Tim was immediately mad at, or like mean to this guy. And then the guy asked a question about Christmas presents and whether Tim should get things off the list or I, the whole thing was kind of like he got some good time in for a zoomer, you know, and so I feel like it probably was sort of planned possibly and look we didn't know maybe how it was going to unfold and whether this cave boy would be released or revealed but it seemed like they wanted to get there but then as soon as it was revealed it was like okay we're moving on and it it didn't well tim linger. was really tim was like i don't want to hear you say my son's blanky you know what i mean like my like he thought that was creepy or something like I, and yeah. you know he kind of like turned on him at that point and doug's like wait yeah. but it's cave boy you know and this is where right. things started to feel weird and i was like what is going on meanwhile we had vic in this turkish thing going on i don't know if you guys had been following that during the week but i i had seen mm -hmm. this thing about vic and the hacker and how he was going to be friends with them and stuff and so this thing was like really slow developing and it was like, where's the guy? Is he on here? Um, can we talk to him? Blah, blah, blah. Is he going to be here? And then finally he's there and then they're like, okay, do we have anybody that speaks Turkish in the audience? You know, and this is where it started to get, you know, this is where the meta kind of fourth wall breaking shit obviously happened for me and I'm, I'm not gonna lie I watched the second episode I was on a plane back from Rome and I took I took an edible and I got on the plane and I thought the plane was gonna take off like pretty quickly after and I was like oh, I'll just watch a little bit and then I'll watch the rest when I land um, but the, I was delayed on the ground for two hours so I'm sitting there my edible starting to kick in and this fucking guy comes on the stage and Tim's playing it off like he's scared that this, like, I don't know if you guys had this moment where you were listening or watching and got a little bit like, what the fuck? Like, is this, like, what is going on here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this guy kind of just came up on the stage and Tim was like, what's going on here? And then it turned out it was this guy who is a, I guess, a famous TikToker or something. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about him, but. You truly don't know? You don't know a sound biker? No, no idea. Wow. Should I, Joe? Okay, do you know? Yeah. I uh, I checked him out before um, the before I watched the episode. I like looked at his uh, his uh, social media and I saw that he was somebody that I probably should know, but I didn't know who he was prior to that. Yeah, Hassan Biker is this Turkish politics guy. He's got a lot of followers and. You know, he's, he's just a dude. I, I think he's the largest like Twitch streamer right now. Um, okay, especially in politics. But no, he's he's been a part of the Young Turks. He was a part of that for a while. Um, mm -hmm. He's been. I mean, yeah, I, I've just known of him for years. He, you know, he kind of has a lot of crossover with the Majority Report. Those guys. Um, gotcha. Yeah, they said yeah, Dave I mean, Weigert was there, so I was thinking, okay, he's friends with Weigert. Yeah, I mean, this guy has. Uh, he gets. You know, he's. He gets like 30, 40,000 people watching him when he's not banned on Twitch. You know, it's like a okay. big. So, but a, I, but I think I'm probably with, I'm pro I think I'm probably really. with Tim here. Like Tim did not know this about it. again, unless he's playing it off, which I don't think he was. He's, I think he was, I think this, I think I disagree with you here. He's probably playing it off. Um, if he, if he's friends with, um, Sam Cedar and those people, 
he's he's very well very familiar with Hassan Piker. 100%. Um, Tim's into politics, so he would be. Yeah, okay. So, okay, but maybe he didn't, maybe he wasn't expect. I don't know, this whole thing where he, like, came up on stage and then they did this, maybe it was just, it's potentially that this was just so well done that it got me, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking weird. And, like, I was, that's why I want to prep, like, you know, pre this with me being high. Might have been the Eddies. Might have been the Eddies. Could have been the Eddies, but I thought this was, like, pretty intense and, like, them walking through the texts that they sent each other. I didn't, like, I didn't get these vibes at all. This is crazy. I'm, crazy what do you mean? You like this. you, this so, so, so this, this, this whole text thing and them, yeah. what you're saying? That's all bit. Yeah, mostly hundred I mean, no, percent bit. Of, the text of, of thing course. that Tim sent this thing and he didn't know no. the thing. <clears throat> um, Tim I, didn't no, make no, no, grammatical no, that, errors on his text. No, 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 that, that part wasn't a bit. That part that wasn't part a was, bit. That part was not a bit. That part happened. But like um, them talking about it on stage, certainly they, they, you know, they probably had a quick conversation about it. They were, they were going to do that or at least. Oh, some, man. Some See, this is going to fucking kill me, man, because I don't know what the hell was going on here. But Tim's face does not look like he's comfortable within a bit during some of this. Oh, well, God, they really, they did have I don't a backup know. interpreter that came on later in the show, like as if they didn't know this guy would even show up. Like there was maybe well, I think they said at one point Matt said there's no chance. chance he shows up because their because their correspondence was all fucked up. But like, here's what I this is what I this is what I need to know. Okay, if all of that was planned, including the text messages, including Tim reading off and reading, oh my god, I actually, I, I, I'll I'll tell you what I wrote, and then he reads that it was like messed up, and if that whole thing is <laughs> a bit. <laughs> I guess I'm just terror. I'm just really impressed. I'm just thinking they did a really good job. I, I don't know. I don't like. We just went over this on earlier in the show. I assume everything's a bit, and you're going to be right most of the time. Assume everything's bit. a bit. Okay. Well, this one. I wasn't sure it was a bit. I, I mean, I was sort of Look, fooled as well. The, the, I felt those, like there was those, a lot of talking and talking and talking. Those, Meanwhile, um, this guy in the Zoom is just sitting there waiting to interact with the yeah, guy, and it's just yeah. like this longest fucking explanation for this thing, which, I, if, it, if it's a bit, it's almost not very funny of a bit. I, like, I think the... I think it's, the, it's kind of a bad bit. Well, it's, a bit, that's, it's it. a bit that's like... Uh, like, just awkward and kind of surreal. You know what I mean? Like, it's a yes, surrealist bit. That. So I'm impressed with the surrealist moment because when I was watching it, I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like, I don't know what I'm hearing or watching, but I was like really taken for a ride there. The what did you think was happening to while you were watching? I mean, Since you, you know, knew the, the guy. The, the, the hacker, the scam, all that stuff. That's real. I mean, of course, that happened to Vic. We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but everything beyond that, I mean, um, you know, I think, I, I think Vic... Vic's community and Hassan Piker's community overlap greatly. Uh, of course, office hours, I think there's a lot of people, like myself included, and younger, uh, younger millennials, of course, overlap with Hassan. So I think it only makes sense that, you know, Tim and Hassan and Vic would all communicate, have have an email thread or a text thread. It's, it was an excuse to have an LA-based Twitch streamer, the largest one, and Hassan Piker come by just, you know, he's currently banned from Twitch, so he's not streaming. And it all, it all makes sense. And I think um, when yeah, you I say it that... makes when you say it makes sense, did that did that did that weird 
text thing and email chain actually happen? Yes. Or was that part of a joke? No, no, no. That, that, that like was this real. ass this asshole writes LMAO. That was He's real. fucking. That, that, so that's real. Okay. That's real. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, okay. and, and, okay. and okay. it's a real life conversation and real a real life thing that happened and Tim brings it in as comedy, bringing it in as comedy and probably embellishing maybe a little bit, of course, the way Tim delivers well, what it. Was, what was funny was that was the Hassan... I mean, Tim's reading these texts that he's like, well, I did fuck up and I wrote this. And this is why this guy is like, dude, if you reread these texts, that's why I said LMAO. Cause you, it was like a weird old person wrote, you know, it's like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Um, I don't know. All of that just added up to like, they're doing, they're playing it out on stage in front of us. And I just thought it was, you know, I was engrossed. I was fully like, holy shit, this is so weird. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think like they, of course they, they knew Hassan was going to be on stage. I'm, Tim knew, did Tim know that Hassan was going to like bring up the, see, this is what I, this is what I don't know. You, Joe's, Joe's pointing out the fact that they had a second Turkish person as like a backup. Yeah. Which yeah. makes me think they weren't certain that this guy was going to show up, I, that I, maybe he just came. And when they asked for a Turkish interpreter, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's crazy to think. I think, um, I think they probably, they probably reached out to this other person to kind of around the same time that they reached out to Hassan. It only makes Tim, sense. To get and it. Tim even brought it up later. He's like, I, Tim's like, I shouldn't be saying anything. I don't know anything about this Turkish politics shit. Like I, I should just shut my mouth and he couldn't help himself, but say some probably offensive shit and was slipping up left and right and wasn't making himself come off very well with some of that shit and like so okay. he like he got weirded out when the guy came on the stage because it was dark and like he came up and he was like whoa like that's like that's where i was like wait is this you know what i mean like that's the, that's the like i don't have to like rewatch and kind yeah, of maybe look, look. stealth that a little bit but the last thing i'll say is not none of that came across weird or different to me at all what do you mean you just thought it was all just comedy bit yeah yeah it was just just you know absorbing it as i did the rest of the show yeah okay so you don't think there was any honest like who is this guy coming on stage i'm scared of this guy watch this no because tim i think tim reached out tim uh dm'd him on twitter or something so yeah Think they, I didn't think it was exactly. I didn't feel like it was weird. I felt like it was weird how long it was yeah, taking yeah, for them yeah. to get to talking to the fucking guy that was sitting there awkwardly. I mean, like, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I think I think him coming on stage. Yeah, I think him coming on stage was that's all a bit. That's like because Vic's like, oh, is that Hassan Piker? And you know, he's he's calling him out. Okay, but then yeah, this like if they didn't know what they were going to do, did they say, hey, let's talk about this funny? exchange we had like that's something we can talk about to get some laughs or did they just do that on the spot or was tim trying to bust his balls and say this fucking millennial you know like i i sent him a fucking thing and it says laugh you know or did they you know i guess i just want to know <laughs> these background things yeah at this, at this point I, we'll just wait for some of that we'll wait for a response definitely some of that really felt like off the cuff to me it, like that it wasn't all that wasn't really planned but they and then maybe they did ask reach out to him and ask him and Hope that he would come, but if they if he didn't come, they at least had a backup interpreter that could bring up there, and she could do it. You know, so, precisely. You know, yeah, it, yeah. I guess that they said, "Hey, do you want to come and do this thing? We'll have some fun." And then when he got up there, they went into it and just kind of went live with that. Either way, very entertaining. Um, moving on from that, very very interesting. That as far as like the translation of America, American or whatever the fuck his name is. 
think um, it, yeah. also got weird, also got awkward, got surreal and felt kind of awesome to me to take us to this place. Like, what are we doing right now? We're live. Like, I imagine if I was in that audience, I'd be like, this is fucking so out. The fact that they're having this Turkish conversation. Tim's asking him about fucking America and Santa Claus. And the guy's just like, you know, not having it. Um, and then, okay. And then fucking Kate Berlant. Uh, I, I, I don't, this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, she came out so and good. absolutely fucking slayed, like Crushed. saved the show. I don't know. I don't know. Save the show. But like in my mind, I was like, this show is so weird right now. And then she comes out and does this like straight up like fucking 10 or 15 it, minute insane thing. It, it was so it was like a <laughs> kind of was like a fresh piece of ginger or something. I don't know. Like it was it was perfect. Right. It like palette, it did something a cleanser and it just kind of like cleansed everything. You yes. I immediately forgot about all the stuff that all the weird things that were unfolding yes. for the previous there was hour. Weird Turkish stuff and, going on for a while. And then she and it, comes like, out and it was like talking about her girls, girls and the girls and i was like holy shit this is exactly what i needed i had no idea it was amazing i thought this was that, so good that's why you have amy man before and not not to close yeah, the show with amy yeah man, okay that, the energy was now was, uh, i mean that. now i'm going to come off as very stupid and say during kate berlant's bit i didn't know if there was some truths in there same so I didn't know, I'm like, okay, so this does she have girls? Thing. Like, what? This ex exactly because <laughs> or is this all she... just improv insanity? Like, <laughs> I knew who she was, but I was like, she has four girls. <laughs> what? I, does she really have four kids? I didn't know. No, I didn't know. I, don't, I still don't know. And like, sometimes she would say shit so, uh, so damn honestly. The delivery was it, it's that incredible. it was like, is this like maybe she does? I mean, she's thirty four. Like, does she have? No, there's no chance she has four. I, like what? <laughs> no, she doesn't have four girls. You know, because you know they they got back to it and they're like, so how old are those girls? And you know, she's like, you know, two, seven, nine, and twelve. You know, and it's I'm like, I'm so glad you feel this way because like, uh, I was I was having I was having trouble kind of like telling like t telling myself why I thought this was so good. I well, just, because she stuck. I mean, she stuck to it hard, and then like she'd do a thing where it's like, okay. This is clearly a bit sometimes, you know what I mean? But then she'd yeah. like double, triple down on it, not being a bit mm -hmm. and then have some really genuine stuff to say. And just was just, uh, I don't know. She was just, I don't know. It was just one of the, it was one of the greatest comedic performances I've ever fucking seen. I was laughing my ass. I was on a fucking plane, like with my headphones on. People must have thought I was an insane person. I was cracking up. I was like, what the fuck? And again, I will preface with I was high, but I don't know. I'm with you there, though. I thought <laughs> I was I dying. Agree. I mean, it was a, it was a set pretty much. You know, it was kind yeah. of like a, a, a yeah. But there's some yes ending going on, and um, it was just dude, yeah. The delivery was so good. Yeah, I mean, just, just like you can't after the show that we had just seen. Like I'd said, it's been like it was like a snowball effect of. You know, we started like a little thing, and it was kind of going weird, and then it was getting a little better, and then it got a little weirder. And then this was like the culmination of the whole show, basically. And it was just like, by the time it got here, the vibe of her thing and the me not knowing how much of it was real and all yeah. this shit was fucking with me to a point where I was like, this is so good. So, Joseph, Kate Berland, did you agree? 
Well, I didn't I didn't laugh out loud hysterically or anything, but I yeah. smile. I was smiling, and it was it brought you know a, a nice smile to my face, and I was thinking as a listener that it could be true some of it but then i you know i so i went back and visualized what i was what what she was out there and i was like no yeah that's a bit like so it it, it when i was initially taking it in i wasn't sure what uh-huh. i was what i was getting but <laughs> i was enjoying it because it was the content of it was very silly and christmasy too like you yeah. could just picture all of it playing out. Well, yeah, know? it was so, it was just so... straightforward. It was just like what people talk about yeah. around Christmas time for a really so... long time, and she just didn't break from that. It was so and... jolly. It was so jolly. It made me feel good. Yeah, I mean, it was great. She, and... she brought me to that that place. You know, she brought yeah, me she... right there. Exactly. Yeah, she takes you. You know, like she brings you into this world that she's building live, like as it you know just is happening. And I want her. I I would really like want whenever there's like a major holiday, like just get get her on the like get her this character yeah. to call in and just tell us about like what what she's is talking happening. about the decorations and the boxes Easter. and how she's got to leave a reminder for her, it's next year so her kids can help her with the decorations. <laughs> it's all like super believable. Like mom, mom shit. You know, I mean, she just did like a mom set. Yeah, she loves Easter. Easter. Yeah, I'm a huge Kate Berlant fan now. I guess I I have. I'm gonna start like. What what did she was? She's been on the show before. What what episode did she do? Did she come in, or did she? I feel like she was guest hosting, possibly on an episode, but I can't remember now. Yeah, Um, I think she's been in studio. I want to say she's been in studio. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, maybe she was just a call in. Um, I think she was like, maybe the f- on one of the first ones with, um, with um, just a guest host when when Tim was not there or something. It's possible, but I'm mixing that up. But I feel like she's been on for like a whole app in the past. Mm-hmm. And she was really good. Hmm. Well, I re- well, I think when I saw like the names that were on this show. I was like, oh, Kate Berland. I, I recognize her from this show before, but don't really, I can't place her. I can I can place her now when I see her. And, um, you know, she's been in some stuff for sure. She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was, you know, she's been in things. Um, so, uh, you know, I just wasn't expecting the, the powerhouse that we got out of that. And um, did it remind you of the bit about the guy from michigan with the halloween he likes halloween stuff like going down this rabbit hole of like an idea but like just so straightforward whereas the halloween guy was is real silly but it was so dead serious at the delivery you know Um, yeah yeah, i mean it it was grounded in reality and there's it's very domestic almost you know kind of a domestic themes for for from tim from michigan and uh, Kate Berlant's character, yeah, it did. It did remind me of that a little bit. Um, but man, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't praise to, it enough. Yeah, you have to go back and you know, I'm just like kind of skimming through a little bit. Like she gets, she started taking, she started taking audience questions, <laughs> and just like, I mean, just coming with, up with on the spot favorite Christmas gift was one of the questions, and she's talking about this you know this mark who's her husband you know like you know mark bought me this thing when one of the daughters turned three and on the back of the watch says it's three o'clock somewhere like just this corniest fucking hilarious stuff 
<laughs> it made me laugh even now. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my god, shit was good. Um, I can't even remember what happens if there's anything that happened after that. Mr. Well, Cole they, they wins. Mr. Cole wins. They do. They do the gift exchange. The, you know, oh the yeah, the gift, gift exchange. exchange oh, we had the other. The... We had the other Turkish interpreter on. Right. Right. Uh, again, take us back to surreal world for sure. Like this, this young lady like doesn't know what the fuck is going on that she's on this live show. <laughs> just like, huh? Like, awesome. Just like very awesome to just put her in the middle of this business. Um, uh, so that the gift good. exchange thing. Where did you guys think this was going, or did you have any thoughts about where this was going? I I didn't think it was going to uh, evolve into a song. Uh, that you know that yeah, uh, I, I I quickly figured out that it was you know, it was a bit with the with the puns and everything, but yeah, man, I did not expect it okay. to go there. So and, uh, yeah. I mean, so so at one moment, at one point, I was like, oh, they're gonna like smash all this. I, like I didn't know where I was going with this. I thought people were gonna get mad and smash things because like <laughs> Tim kind of threw the guitar a little bit, you a know, a little bit, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then I was like. uh I don't even know. This song is insane. It's insane. Yeah. This song is fucking insane. I don't. I, I want to get a count of minutes on it, but I, I mean, uh, you know, let's see. Is it five? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's. It, maybe it felt long in the moment, but I want to say it's five minutes. Maybe four minutes. How long is yeah. this song, Tooch? I felt it was maybe three minutes. No, it's over four. And it is four? it is like four like the four and a half range. Four yeah. and a half minute original song fully composed with how many different sections and I, I mean it, it's just you know, just like how yeah. I don't know. Just 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 a perfect like perfect end to the thing. They really saved their big guns for the end and really you know, left you leaving with such a feeling of, uh, you know, I don't know if I fully understand the this whole song was a pun. It's like makes me want to go back and listen to all the lyrics again and see what's going I did on. Do that. You did? Yeah, I did do that, and I was still sort of not understanding it, but it was it was very funny, and I I I couldn't get enough of it. I I really liked the song, and I was like wanting to see it. I wanted to hear it again, yeah. like. Well, it was an amazing performance. I mean, I thought, like, it's, it, it, again, it was, like, it was rolled out in this way where it was, like, a little awkward at first. It was, like, oh, Tim's going to sing this thing? Like, geez, that's a, there's some pressure here. But then it was, like, oh, no, like, Doug and Vic are going to jump in. I fucking mean, all this orchestra. You know, like. like, like, like a, it was, like, a yes song. It was just like you know had like three different parts and there was like drums kicking in <laughs> and, then, and then yeah John no it was like a out. fully put together thing it was crazy john brancy comes out yeah brancy comes I, out I, to who, finish who, it who, who i thought left i actually believed him when he said john was leaving i thought he, i literally did i thought he left <laughs> so that got me that got me i was like whoa yeah and then like, well then yeah it was even very sweet when he started getting, calling everybody back out i mean i thought i thought when he called called out kate berlant and said come back out here like it was like a genuine moment that you don't get very much of. Yeah, it was a little bit of like the SNL closing at the end of this show. Sure. I, I, and like, you know what? I Give me that once a year, boys. Like, I want that once a year. I want some like genuine good feelings about the boys 
and like a happy holidays. We love you guys. We do love you. You know, we're, we're not afraid to say it. You know, we're going we're gonna to be dicking around quite a bit most of the time, but once a year to be like, you know what? It's great. It's, that was great. Phil, yeah. I think, like, was the last guy on the stage. <laughs> he <laughs> like, came back out. Or no, no, he Phil did a thing, and then Tim like kind of saw that and was like, "No, fuck this! I'm gonna come back out like and introduce everybody," which he did, which was very sweet. So, here's a question: We mostly think that most of the night is improv completely, but do you think that there was no. rehearsal for any of these bits whatsoever? Like a few different times, I was thinking like. Is it possible they could have had like a rehearsal before this event, like for some of yes, this stuff? Yes, definitely possible the that they did a rehearsal. Definitely, I mean, they had to have rehearsed that song. I mean, definitely. They, I mean, they had to practice that song. I didn't. I didn't see. I mean, I didn't see Tim reading from a teleprompter, but I'm sure he has the words down in front of him. There, were, there was like sloppiness and like off the cuff things throughout. So it, I never was thinking like, oh, none of this. This is all rehearsed. Like I didn't. Wasn't thinking that. But for certain. I think show. that they, I think like Tooch said, I think they probably SN, I think they probably SNL'd it and did like a dry run, maybe yep. at Tim's house or something like they would have had to have, maybe not with all the guests, but, um, yeah, no, uh, I know I we think... always talk about this sort of stuff. And like, even the last show that there wasn't any practicing and they were like, no, no, no. But for this, I don't know. I, I feel like there has to be. There definitely has to be some practice for that song and getting the cues right and all the everything else, lighting cues and almost a hundred percent had to be um, when you when you have an audience, you know, when it's a big show, you have seven eight people, you know, different people coming in and on like on and off the stage. Yeah, yeah almost certainly there was a dry run. Maybe two, definitely some stuff, you know. Something Zoom, during you know. that. They did it at night, so it was probably during the day. I'm sure they that day they probably went through it a, a time or two. And you know, probably not extra, the full thing, but some extra Zoom calls. You know, you know, it's a few more um, than, than than normal. I would I would assume. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, yeah the song. I mean, definitely the song had to have been rehearsed. Um, I don't know what else, maybe, you know, some sound checking stuff with the, which didn't, you know, not, not all that stuff was working cleanly the whole time. Um, like we had talked about. So I don't know. They do it. They do a really, they, they, they walk that line that we've been talking about for a while here. Um, that just makes it kind of its own special thing that I think we all, we all really like about it, which is that it's unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get. You're kind of taking on an emotional roller coaster. Like they, this, this special was really, and it was for the. You know, I can't imagine anybody on earth watching this that isn't like you. Just can't watch this if you don't know the whole thing. You know, if you don't know the whole history of everything, I can't imagine. Yeah. It's just really for the fucking for the fans. It's just for the heads, and that's it. And uh, and I think that Doug, like we haven't talked about Doug and Vic or even Tim specifically that much. Um, like as far as like how they did. But I will say that I thought Vic did an amazing job. Like I thought Vic, yeah, like kind of, um, seemed very like much more comfortable in a live setting than maybe he even does in the show sometimes. Like I feel like they all fed off of the thing, and we we talked about drops. There were some hilarious drops that I Ugh. don't have noted, but were just like perfectly timed, crushed little moments, all coming towards the end of the show. I'll say, um. Yeah. That were yeah. like coming through clear and hilarious and uh, just like, I don't know, just like 
fucking good. Just, just yeah, I mean, nailed it. Uh, you know, <clears throat> speaking of drops and stuff, um, and maybe we can steer the conversation now towards you know what? How do we talk about this in in, in Offie's context? Because we we certainly have to now or in the you know maybe in the future. But um, I, I this show definitely um, deserves someone myself i guess to go back through and just kind of i want to comb through everything try to pay attention to the drops trying to make mm-hmm. sure that we get you know um like our notes uh, kind of like detailed notes on it because um this this show you got your own up. bracket to come up with right you got your own bracket we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> i hope so but um yeah I, I you know this show has so many memorable moments um yeah, off yeah the, like just... the, so the, the the live the previous live show was up for an offie and it was like the week before something the offies that back in September the first time they did a live show yeah they they did one and then it was so the offies were so soon after we were like well and it was up for best episode that that's the one that I voted for I was like well out of these ones I I guess the live one is the best one so that's what I voted for in previous so in previous offies it was up um. And I guess you have to, I mean, unless there's like a special at best, like special non-regular episode category, which we could talk about like the, you know, other episodes that could be in there would be the offies would be this would be the eight hour marathon would be the Tim Joe Rogan thing. Maybe we have a separate category that's, you know, special episode, best Special, special episode. Best special. Best special. Those are yeah. All the nominees right there. And if there's those are all more, yeah. And we're we're and we're, we only come from that. September though. I mean that's fucking like three months or four months of uh, of shows, and we have all our nominees for the year. So pretty insane. Um, and uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just say what a. I don't know. Maybe because we haven't done this show in a while, and like I felt like this. Like this, just this whole Tim universe was kind of. I've just there's a lot going on in the world right now. You know what I mean? It's just like I, I was just in fucking Sicily. We got a lot of big news. Tucci's got some big news, uh, you know, and going on in his life. And I don't know. If, I, I don't want to say. I felt like this, this whole Timiverse thing was kind of slipping away from us or something. I was like, it's been a while since we talked about it, and this episode just rejuvenated me for. Yeah for the love of these guys and um you know just any kind of if i had any doubts about ah you know is this podcast you know whatever those just when you don't do the show for a couple weeks and you kind of lose touch a little bit it starts to go through your mind you're like what do you know what's going on do i care that much about this like and any little doubts i maybe had were like just flushed down the toilet because of how great this show went especially because they wrapped it up in the way they did which was so touching and hilarious and just kind of perfect i that's i can't can't say any better than that yeah i completely agree with you and um i have the same you know i had the same feelings and um i feel the same way now i feel completely rejuvenated by everything and um Man, it, it, this Office Hours is, is a very special show. It's a very special podcast. As, as trivial as these things are in life, um, it's the best one. It's the most entertaining, and um, I love it. I love these guys so much. And uh, this live show, man, it was just unbelievable. So very memorable. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad we have it. You know, I'm glad we have Office Hours, and uh, I'm glad we have this little this little podcast. It's fun. Yeah. Joe, any uh, final? Uh thoughts about the special or you know i was even going to bring up i know we've been going a while here but i was going to say if there's any like 
you know, feelings about the year in, uh, this will probably be our last show of the year for sure. Any just like, anything you want to say about like this year's uh, shows of Office Hours and of this show and everything. If, Joe, if you have any final thoughts. Oh, you guys said it really good right then. <laughs> I was just going to say, ditto, you know. Uh, <laughs> what are you thankful no. for? Oh, everybody. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good before and I think it's good still. And yeah. it's, I, I feel like it's probably improved because of all these special one-off episodes that are kind of unique in their own way. And that we, if anything, it'd be the year of the special episode and the, the other plain old episodes that they have are, you know, now like you, it's hard to like compare those to these special ones. And like, we'll definitely have to have separate categories now. I, you know, I feel like we're in new territory and now it's going to be hard to, try to find a way to one up these sort of episodes. You know, last year it was like guest hosts and, you know, that was like a big fun thing. And now this is like bringing lots of things into new perspectives. And, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to what, where they take it next. And, uh, you know, we didn't even talk about um, the Beatles stuff and, you know, there's just so much good yeah stuff that you know way too much stuff to to think about and talk about so we have plenty to yeah hash through sure if we want to do another episode at some point you know maybe at the beginning of the year if these guys you know i do think it's worth i have not listened to the listen i never listened to the original please please let it be but I, when I watched this fucking Peter Jackson thing, I was like, oh, man. oh my God, I want to watch everything now. This shit was so good. I haven't even finished that. I watched the first two episodes of that, and I've just I been mean, savoring yeah. it like a sweet treat where I'm like, I can't eat this all at once. I need to like really lock in, and you know, it's just been I, like I want to be full attention, like giving it, I don't know. You guys watched that? Yeah, I was t- I mean, talking about things going on in our lives, but yeah, I got 10 hours of the Beatles to watch. I'm, 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 I'm done. Did I'm you not watch it? it? I'm done. I'm oh, you're watching it again. again. You're a maniac. Joe, did again? you watch it? The Peter I, Jackson I totally watched it. Okay. I had already listened to Please, Please Let It Be, but then after I watched it, I re-listened to Please, Please Let It Be <laughs> because I wanted more. I was like, okay, so I was so we're all we all turned into major Beatles junkies after watching that Peter Jackson Still, thing. Like, I, I, I can't stop watching like Peter Jackson interviews and I can't stop like watching yeah them. I know it man. was I, honestly I a... the most I could not have expected it to be so goddamn fascinating Peter God. Jackson you son of a bitch you made Lord of the Rings and you made this you <laughs> filth bag and all you really did was you were like you know what let's just show them literally every piece of footage that we have of them all day long because all anybody really wants in life these days is a reality show of the Beatles which is what we got from him, which is like, a, here's yeah. every minute of every day with the Beatles, because it's all interesting, because they're the fucking Beatles. Okay, yeah. like, and that's, it's way more interesting than seeing like a, a two-hour documentary about whatever, the Beatles, you know, even when the Beatles used to have those like anthology specials of going through their lives with interviews and people talking about them, that's all trash. Just let me hang out in the room with the Beatles for 10 hours. That's incredibly interesting. I don't, every second of it, I was like, this is so fascinating. It's insane. Yeah, I just want to watch him eat toast. That's it. it just Peter watch Jackson him. said he wanted to make a documentary as if you got into a time machine and just, you were there with them 
and there was no like going into the future with them you know, like having any of that like modern day like talking head bullshit like it was just yeah. like got in a time machine and you just sat in the room with them and listened to every bit you had yeah. microphones in the flower pots and you got to hear every little you know snipe yeah and there was like there was drop and you know what what i think what it all resulted in not that i listen you know i don't i'm very curious to hear what tim has to say but it resulted in something that like i think you know people maybe wanted to add wanted to make it make it all more dramatic than it was you know what i mean like yeah it really just showed that these guys but you know fucking george harrison walked out and was like you know what fuck this shit and george harrison was like exactly how if you had to almost like you wouldn't have expected it to be so the way it was you know, because like if you were like writing it as a like well you george was probably like insecure you know because these other guys are like songwriting giants and he's like you know doing his shit and it's like yeah yeah he was really insecure like you got to watch the, that like insecurity i don't know yeah. I, we, I could go on and on about that obviously yeah, we, but yeah we can't uh, it's, it's just, good it's so good if, if you're someone's listening to this and hasn't watched get back or doesn't just you know or doesn't have disney plus just get, get borrow someone's account and watch it it's it's so good he, i mean i love the beatles but even if you don't if you have any respect for for the history of, you know of music of rock music watch yeah, it. these I guys know. are fascinating yeah, it's, it's unreal. Unreal. and they're not that different than like me than anybody. You know, what I mean, they're just they're not special. They are, but they're not. You know, what I mean, they're just dudes. Yeah. Okay, and they're reading magazines about written about them, and you know, it's all it's just fascinating because they're regular people, and because you were able to spend that time with them, you really get to see that they're just just normal humans, and they happen to write some really good songs. They happen to have a lot of talent, just kind of flowing out of them musically. Some of those moments when fucking, you know, obviously when uh, McCartney's just like, you know, just just does, you know, when he just, I'm sure that's why Peter Jackson must have called to get back because that, that's like the moment of the whole thing, right? When he starts mm -hmm. laying on that bass and just like finds he that, just, you know, just, just like vents it right then. Yeah, just finds the it in front of you. It's like, it's almost like, did he, was that a setup? Did he have that? Did he bring that in from home? Like, no, I mean, that's, that's the real shit. And I will he say asked I love Paul McCartney about that, and he, it was confirmed that was the moment where yeah, he just yeah. sort of did it, just fucking slapped it out. I mean, that's same that's thing incredible. with the with Billy Preston. Like th that yeah, moment oh you saw God. was the very first take. Like he didn't know what the song was, but just on the spot, his jazz sort of yeah. experience. He was just in the moment and did that. And like sure. people were speculating, like that couldn't have been the first take. Peter Jackson confirms that was the first take. He was just sat down and just fucking blasted those keys out right in that moment. It was playing off the Beatles like that, and I was like, "Yeah, man, that was magic. It was fucking yeah. magic." Okay, we got we got to stop on the beat. I remember <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you would have taken me in a in, taken me in a time machine to, to a month ago and said, "Mike, in a couple of weeks you're gonna be blathering on about the Beatles," I would have said, "You're fucking wrong," because I hate when everybody talks about the Beatles. Now I'm now I'm into it. Now I can reappreciate everything that, that Tim's appreciation of the Beatles. I feel like I want to apologize for me being down on his fascination wow. with the Beatles. He was he's been ahead of it. You know what I mean? Of course, like everything in life, Tim's been ahead of the curve when it comes to Beatles fan. You know, uh, uh, being obsessed with the Beatles um, because now we all are, and he's already been down that road. So now I can go back and listen to all his recommendations for podcasts that he thinks are good and, and all that yeah, stuff. I thought so. about that too. <laughs> it's absurd like to us, be saying that. Like, 
He's going to recommend uh, the Poundcast and the, the many episodes of complaints and all that that you all have to get into as well, probably. I don't know if anybody Are you all caught up? With, you all caught up? With, I am not caught up with the Poundcast at all. I'm a total slacker when it comes to the Poundcast these days. I'm like a, probably three or four eps behind, and um, I, you well, know, they, I apologize. They kind of taken a new direction with the whole podcast so um if if you guys need to catch up you should just do that and then we can talk about it i'm not i'm not even fully caught up i'm i listened to like the last three or four but i there's one that just that came out last week that i'm not fully what is uh what are you saying that is different is uh new or different you can you can walk us through a little bit of that the whole direction of the the last few episode had had been like they were they got complaints and like they're they have uh been addressing each complaint one by one and like so doug put out a thread like asking his pound pimples to explain some complaints that you would have and then they they would them solve it and so the last four episodes oh annoying have, solutions yeah 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 has been this same thread and it it's it's mostly okay. doug being very passive aggressively coming Wait, up is with it that. people is it people complaining about them or just people being no, annoyed about just, just things in life things in life and so gotcha, one by gotcha. one they're like doing the most silliest you know way of solving these problems uh-huh. Doug doing it in a very passive aggressive way and then brent coming up with like a the most outrageous silliest thing you can possibly uh-huh. think of so it's been that for four episodes now to yeah. the point where like they're just like let's change the name of the up like the podcast to you know fixing problems or whatever yeah so. yeah amazing yeah amazing solutions um more on the, this episode of the amazing solutions podcast yeah you know i think this is what's been fucking me up because i keep seeing this thing annoying so and i'm like oh i'm only an episode behind but now i'm seeing that there's four of these entitled that back from uh thanksgiving that i definitely need to catch up on um so sorry doug um we love you yeah, to bits bu- but we're a little I'm behind we're a little busy um i apologize yeah. It's so much, though, and it's lots of silliness, and you guys will definitely appreciate it because you already like that silly yeah. stuff. Well, Joe, thank you for doing the po- the Poundcast work there. Um, don't want to skip on Doug. I think Doug did an amazing job at the uh, end of uh, the year episode as well. Um, super comfortable and just like, oh, and Matt, too. Matt killing it back there. Phil Braun loving it what a what a great ending to the year for the guys um i'd say overall it's been a very uh fun year i've had a great time doing this podcast with you guys it's always fun to catch up i know we kind of you know we could sit you know it's we, it's usually hard for us to stop doing the episode because we have so much to talk about um so that that has that has a lot to say with the the con- you know with the content that we're reviewing so just really good job across the board trinity matt we love you all we hope you have a great holiday and uh you know get a nice little time off here and we look forward to picking it up with you guys uh we should, in the new we year. should share we should share a one bit of news about our co-host mike Tucci. we should tooch has a big announcement do you want to say it Tucci? Oh tell us yes yeah, so this is going on in public so yeah um you don't have to you're, 
if you're a friend or family member of mine uh, and you're hearing this for the first time, I apologize. I didn't tell you in person, <laughs> but I think I, I think I told most, you know, mostly everybody that I need to. Yeah. Uh, yes. My wife and I are expecting our first child wow. uh, in, in June. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but uh, she's doing great. Um, all the, all the major hurdles that, you know, have you know the been, gender and the we gender don't know. reveal. You're not going to no, find out. No reveal. Um, no reveal. No reveal. But the, the crazy thing, um, and this is I told the, these guys earlier, but you know my wife's last name is Allen. Oh no! Like these, like these two jabronis over here, <laughs> and we're going to hyphenate the kid's name. Our kid's going to be a Tucci Allen, Allen. which is Tucci wild. Allen. Wild is wow, that is so wild. And you, you know, if it's a boy. You know, you got a couple nice names here, a couple nice ones. And, you know, it could be a junior, you know, some people go junior, so you could have a Mike so, Tucci Allen I'm, on your hands. So uh, I'm, I'm actually the third uh, in my family, and I, I've already told everyone that the name Michael is out. The fourth ooh. will not happen. I mean, it, it's going to be, you know, the la- then the last name is going to be different, but we're going we're gonna to move on. From that, Joe you could is be, still You could very be Michael Tucci Fourth Allen. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the name Four. How about that? We just call the kid Four. How's that? I'm fine with these weird names. I think they're kind of fun. Yeah. My friend just named his son Fox. I thought yeah, it was kind of nice. That. I'm into that. Fox. Yeah. I thought it was good. But yeah, um, that's, that's the big news. Um, well, so congratulations, more, more man. Thank, wow. You know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's really incredible news. And, uh, you know, we're very happy for you. What great news around the holidays, too, with all this shit going on. I'm getting text while we're recording this of my friends that are coming back. You know, pictures of COVID tests. Uh, Yeah, it's bad. So be careful out there, everybody. It's really bad right now. I don't even think you should go and have fucking, you know, we can't, you know, plans and parties and things. We're canceling everything. Because, uh, you know, it's just a nasty week for this. Like, real nasty. My friends in New York all have it. They're all vaxxed. They're all boosted. There's, like, nothing you can do out there. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure this is going to be the strain that gets us all. So, uh, that's kind of a bummer. But, um, you know, stay safe out there, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, and congratulations to... Mike and his family. I'm sure your family's gonna be so happy around the holidays. Are you going to anywhere or anything? We we, we did we did Thanksgiving with my family and actually did a, a little a quick little Christmas this past weekend. So the family is is filled in and they are very excited for us. Um, Great, as well as my my wife's family. So yeah, it's um it, it 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 is it is some good news during during what is mostly a shit news uh, these days. So. Yeah, a lot of darkness, a lot of sadness, a lot of terrible things. But there's some some rays of light that come through. One of them is Tucci's sperms getting <laughs> making babies, and the other one is Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker. Some light into the dark. With that, we will uh, say our goodbyes, and we will uh, catch you next year, 2022. Uh, the 20s, the roaring 20s continue on from We Like Having Fun. Have a great Christmas and New Year. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.